Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Infinity Train, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Alex Bonilla. Choo-choo! Sam Quattro. Hi. And Sarah Potter. Hello. Yes, the Infinity Train premiere happened tonight, Saturday uh, July 20th, um, it, the episode premiered at the Infinity Train Comic-Con panel earlier today, and then Cartoon Network did a live stream of the premiere on their YouTube, which they had a six-hour countdown for, and then it happened, and we saw the first episode. As of this recording, Cartoon Network has not put it up on the app, um, but I assume that will happen at some point. If not, it will premiere on TV um, in August, or you can look for it in other places. So um, the Infinity Train premiere, we're extremely excited. A highly, highly anticipated series premiere. The pilot came out a few years ago, um, and it was very popular online. Uh, we loved it here, and uh, we've been anticipating uh, the show premiering ever since. And yeah, it's, it's so the first episode's here, then the first five episodes are going to roll out in the first week of August, um, once a day on uh, actual Cartoon Network. Um, make sure you've seen this, although we'll give, you know, over, there's not, you know, not spoilers. So if you want to hear our overall takes on the, uh, premiere, then you can, he, uh, listen to the beginning of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, check out overlyanimated.com for our, uh, future, uh, and subscribe there or youtube.com slash overlyanimated for our future Infinity Chain coverage or our other animated show discussion. Okay. Big premiere. Um, a lot of people reacting. Uh, let's see. What, what were your reactions while watching it? And what are your overall thoughts, uh, Alex? I will say, I don't know what else you can ask for a premiere of a show, honestly. Like, I think that this is one of the better, be- best premieres to a series that I've seen because it begins very quickly in terms of like setting up the character of Tulip, giving you some emotional feels. Then we go right into the premise of the show in the middle we somehow have time for a bunch of action sequences we throw in some very mysterious imagery going on you get a little bit of the comic relief in one one i think that it's it it managed to do so much in 11 minutes that i was taken aback by like just how fast it all happened and how well it was all executed so i really love this i'm a little biased because i have been hyped for infinity train since we had the pilot come out on youtube so many years ago and it's like wow this finally exists Uh, but uh, even I want to try taking my my goggles off, my hype goggles off, but object at least right now to me, like this feels like the best you could ask for in terms of a, uh, introducing a, a show to to somebody, just like setting up everything quickly. It's like okay, I know who this is, I know what what they're going through. There's here's some mystery to keep me hooked. So, all I think that this is an excellent way to start a show. Wow. Okay. Strong uh, positive reaction from Alex. Sarah, do you share uh, in that reaction? Yeah, I really like this premiere. I really enjoyed um, Tulip. I really enjoyed her, what we saw of her friendship with Michaela. And I hope that Michaela comes back because their friendship was really cute. And I really, really, um, uh, I just uh, really liked um, the the back. Like we, we, we spent more time than I was expecting outside the train. I really liked the way we framed her relationship with her parents and how it was pretty complex for like i wasn't expecting that amount of complexity with her parents relationship and then we got to this fun train stuff with this really these really weird concepts and i really enjoyed that so like i don't know this is like exactly what i want from this type of show it has we have a plot here we have a clear at least to the audience there's a clear like thing that needs to be done i think and uh it it just looks like it has it has momentum the show has momentum and i enjoy that a lot yeah Okay. Yeah. A lot of, lot of momentum going into the next episodes for sure. Uh, Sam, what did you think of the Infinity Train premiere? So I wasn't super duper hype on it. You know, classic Sam, ever the pessimist. I was like, well, I'm not too super duper interested. It just seems kind of like, you know, typical fantasy. I didn't really expect there to be much realism that, you know, I could put my tendrils into and enjoy as I tend to do. But I was honestly pleasantly surprised. I think there's a lot here for everybody, no matter what kind of shows that you like. I mean, I got a lot of the 
realistic sort of interpersonal relationship drama stuff, even from like the beginning first five minutes. And I was super on board from there on. And, you know, one, one, he's really funny and really cute. And let me just say Ashley Johnson, amazing voice actress. We love her. Does wonderful as Tulip. I can't wait to see more of the show. Wow, can't wait to say that's wow. a very positive reaction. Yeah, no, this is incredible. Yeah, if you're first time listening, that's extremely positive reaction. Okay, um, <laughs> Michelle, who was asked to go last, what are your? Oh, uh... <laughs> it's complicated. Okay, tell me your complicated thoughts. Um. So, um. So I I work in the Atlanta office at Cartoon Network, and um, when. It's it's been kind of interesting. So this this particular show, when when the last big Steven Universe hashtag leap happened last spring, um, Steven and Infinity Train were kind of put on special cautionary locked awayness, even in our own personal servers. So this is actually the first I'm seeing of this show too. But I had heard a lot of people's like opinions and thoughts about it, just snippets for the past like year and a half, but I never got to actually watch the show. So I like, didn't know how I was going to feel about it. Um, I think, I mean, I, I'm really happy that all of you are so hype on it. Cause I will say like, you are more or less kind of the target audience, which is very unusual for cartoon. I think they're aiming for teenagers and young adults and you're all certainly young adults still. So I'm right. glad you all really like it. I, I I like it too. I guess like um, there's definitely some like more dark stuff in this than I was expecting. But I'm kind of like, yeah, like let's lean into that. Let's let's see where that goes. Like I I wasn't expecting so much. Like um, the, we talked about like the family stuff briefly. Like Sam mentioned it, and that's like kind of an interesting decision that they're making just like right out of the gate they're kind of explaining the drama um and I'm, I'm curious to see how that could potentially play into later stuff um i also like don't know how i feel about the parents <laughs> i i kind of feel kind of really critical of them right now but we'll get into that when we break down the episode proper but i i think like i'm i'm curious for more I think the the kind of cliffhangeriness um, of this episode and also the initial pilot was really good. It keeps you really pumped for more and it keeps you asking questions. And I think that's a smart thing that this show does in particular. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I like it so far, but I also like I have a lot of questions. I'm really wondering how some things are going to pan out later. As little as I know, but. Yeah, I say it still seems like a pretty okay show so far. Okay, I mean, I think questions are good. I think the show wants you to have. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the same type of question. I don't know. Well, we can yeah. dig into it more. Um, yeah, that's an interesting insight from the inside CN perspective. Yeah, even Michelle did not see, not see the no, show. No, I, I had no way to access it. That's great. Hopefully, the, hopefully I, this I means... I asked people, they wouldn't let me. I was like, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> hopefully it means no leaks. Uh, we'll that's see. what they mean. That they just really didn't want any leaks. And that's <laughs> them doing a good job. Michelle, yeah. it sounds like you asked people, like, can I watch the show? They're like, no, but we'll tell you like one line about how much we love it. Like, no, every- it and, no, it's not that. I mean, like, just like, it's just, you know, other people who work on the campaign who like, have been putting out the trailers and working on social and stuff. Like, they obviously know, but not everyone knows because not everyone can see it. Yeah, yeah. we got the uh, the trailer at Comic-Con also with the uh, crazy train. Crazy uh, train! Playing. Did you guys <laughs> like the crazy train in the trailer? Uh, th- I thought that was the greatest thing. Okay, <laughs> like, great! That's great! I can't believe, I can't believe Cartoon Network licensed crazy train for they the trailer did. of Infinity Train. That's like, a mo- that's a move Cartoon Network never makes, is like a licensing a major uh, song. For honestly, that's like the biggest sign to me that this isn't like the normal demographic that they're Absolutely, aiming for. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's a very regular show move. You know, Owen Dennis comes from that line, so it makes yeah. sense. But, like, that wasn't his decision. It well, was sure, sure. But I'm just saying it fits the vibe that I... It does. It does. Yeah. I think it, the trailer turned out really good. Yeah, I thought it was a good yeah. trailer. Okay. Um, yeah, I, lo- I love this premiere. I um, was a little skeptical heading into the series just because it was so hyped up. I was a big yeah, fan of was. the pilot. Yeah, it was. Like, big, two was, years. 
yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's been, I think it's been three, like three years since the pilot and right away the pilot was popular. I was a big fan of the pilot and um, I'm like, okay, it can't really be as good as we're all expecting once it actually comes to series. <laughs> um, one episode in it is as good as we're expecting. Like, this was fantastic. This is, I agree with Alex. This is as good as this premiere could have possibly went. Um, I think it hit uh, basically on every cylinder. It was very satisfying from the perspective of someone who's a big fan of the pilot, I believe, because... It's not like a lot of pilots where it changes a lot of stuff and then you're like a little bit confused about like, okay, this isn't what I expected. It's like a hard reset. Um, like it, it's definitely a different continuity than the pilot. That's, that's, that's clear, right? Like this is a reboot. You know, the pilot's not canon. Um, I believe, but may, I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be or something, but, um, you know, but it, it expands on like we have the beginning of how she gets onto the train. So, it, but everything is everything's basically the same. Like the design's kind of different, the animation's different. You know, one one's the same, um, the tulips the same. Like it 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 all it all feels like connected. And, but but then it goes in directions which I didn't. I would be excited mm-hmm. like if the show went by the end of the first season. Like she got off the train in the first episode. Like yeah. that that would be yeah. that's like a season one finale thing you could do. And then there's like this beam of light in the sky that like kills a dude and sucks him. Yeah. In. Like whoa! And then and then these like <laughs> this like cockroach dog starts dementoring tulip. Oh my goodness! Dementoring tulip. Oh, oh my god! Ba- it's a good I- way to put it. I, I like you call that out though, because like I now that you mentioned it, you're right that that would be like a season one ending thing that she gets off the train. Does this kind of imply that she might get off the train more than once? And there's other things. I think things so. Well, I think so. I mean, I think the thing was to establish the stakes because if some yeah. of these trains are dangerous, it's like well, why doesn't she just leave the train? That's why because there's cockroach yeah, dementors out there. Yeah, but, yeah no, but I no, think, no. Like, it, thing where like there might be something she sees off the train, like she might see. Michaela or something off. The oh, like, like ooh, I need to get off yeah. There. Get, like, I'm not saying it will be that. I'm just saying like it might be something that she wants that she sees out there and she knows it's dangerous, but the train stops for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the outside of the train might not always be in that weird desert. Yes. Uh, dimension That's true. That, you know, like it's an be, infinite train. Um, yeah, it could be infinite going in a circle around the same place. I'm like, not I think, sure. it, the, I'm not I think sure. the Adventure Time yeah, episode maybe. works like that. But, um, no, but like the, the, that was all really expect unexpected and different from the pilot, and that was like fantastic. Um, so like I think it like really worked from like anticipating after the pilot. I think it probably works for new fans. I think like in terms of like a show, a show structure, the characterization is really strong for Tulip, and we see we get uh, a lot of the the divorced parent stuff in the beginning, and um, it's I, I I think on one hand it's like okay, there's a lot of uh, character work in the like half of this at pilot, but pilot is the character, but at the same time, it's like, oh, she's on the train now, she's not going, but like, we could get flashbacks, but it's like, yeah. oh, that was it, and now she's on the train, you know, so it's not like a ton that we saw of her home life. Um, but I guess, I guess you could do flashbacks would be the solution to that. Um, but I think that the character work was strong, I think the action was there, the, the like the the mystery elements, um, the uh, I think it was funny too. I think one one was very yeah, funny, one, I think one's very one funny. one's great. Is a funny episode, and the thing that even more—not necessarily even more—but I guess the, the the aspect of the show overall that surprised me the most was the animation. Um, like this was gorgeous. Uh, like I, the backgrounds, I did not expect to look like that. I don't know. Like it was, um, yeah. it's very much like painting backgrounds on uh on top of like and characters on top of that, and everything's kind of like that. But this is like even more pronounced. I feel like the normal, like the, but it, it it just looks so distinctive and gorgeous, and like it did really look epic looking. So like I feel like it was like incredibly well put together on top of like everything else. In I don't know. I just definitely this is like the best premiere we. We've seen i feel like um it's it's I, it, it's like easier to have a strong premiere for this show obviously because you like you're actually doing things right off the bat versus every single other cartoon network show um where it needs to be like quiet and and infinity train this is just going to be such a weird experience watching a cartoon network show that's not spending its first season um episode episodically right like this is going to be serialized right off the bat it looks like i mean we'll see i don't I know i mean Let's not forget the wonderful miniseries Successive Over the Garden Wall. I mean, there's some comparisons to be made there, too, I think, for sure. Right. Well, yeah, th- that's miniseries. Um, people still unclear if this is... Michelle, do you have a definitive answer if this is a miniseries or a series? Uh, <laughs> yeah, give us a Cartoon uh, Network 
insider information. Though. I'm like, I'm like 98% sure. It's you, the same. But I actually don't even remember. So don't <laughs> okay, that's probably better if you don't answer that. Don't <laughs> yeah. As a member of the public, I'll say that we know that five episodes are being released in the same week, so it'd be weird for a mini series to release that much in the span of five days. Yeah, it, it, could, it could be like two, a two week mini series airing for 10 episodes. But yeah. um, I definitely think it's going to be a series, it, but it's, it is weird. We the Cartoon Network's basically taking the approach of like, we're going to say as little as possible because it's a mystery show and we want yeah, the, the exactly. mystery element behind it. So I think that's probably smart. But you should t- say say it's a series. So many episodes there. But I guess, um, I don't know. I guess it's all it's also fun this way to go and completely in the dark to, to the show. Um, is, is this better or worse than the Promised Neverland premiere? Because I am not sure. This is just so good. Uh, I think it's I, it's not I it's not as good as the Promised Neverland premiere. The, pro- the that's a really really special it episode is. in my opinion. Um, um, I haven't watched that. It's- I don't know, but this has like less. Like I think the Promised Neverland had like a little more fluff though. Like this just had nothing that was fluff. Yeah, that, that that's kind of the thing. Like Promised Neverland tighter. depends on a twist at the end versus this, which I feel like is consistently moving and like yeah. d- dropping new that's stuff I, across yeah. the entire yeah. it, runtime. It, look, it, it, it's 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 different. This, it is a good it comparison. Very- these are two. These are two like uh, going to be strong plot heavy shows. Very popular this year. Um, th- this this is just uh, consistently stuff happening. Everything's good. Everything's like interesting throughout the bat. Promised Neverland is such a specific thing that I love the first episode where it's all building towards this twist like which is such a a fantastic moment um and but everything is all the quiet stuff is like in service of the twist you know like it's all tightly building to that but it's 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 such a different structure I was just curious if you had an opinion because I hadn't really formed one fully yet yeah, I mean the Promise Neverland is like it's my just, know, it's, really, uh, it's like, it's it's really like my top five episode of the year for me. This yeah. I don't I don't know I don't even know where to rank this. I want to see the other episodes of the show. Like is yeah, this a great is this episode. a great episode of Infinity Train or is this just like just, a normal? If this is yeah, a normal episode of Infinity Train, that would be great. Like that. Yeah. This isn't even that good. Like that that would be fantastic. I, I, um, okay, what's let's what's like what's one thing? What what was your biggest thing you reacted to? How about that, Alex? In the in the premiere. I'll, I mean, you mentioned it in your opening uh, remarks, the darkness of some of the new stuff that's been added into this episode, the the sequence of that guy getting sucked into the sky, the, the cockroach dogs with wings, like the... A, the design and animation of that stuff is very creative and very creepy and very great. So I, I just I loved that that all that stuff felt very much like okay, this is like a post apocalyptic world where who knows what the hell is going on, but it's a, but that that's the that's what it's trying to get you to do. So it, it works very well. And also as as mentioned, like it sets up the stakes of this as well very quickly, getting out of the way the the question of why. Doesn't she get off get off the train in between cars? It, it settles that pretty quickly, and so now we don't have to worry about that kind of question that may have been left lingering in lesser series. So I think that the the decisions to add the very weird imagery into into this very quickly is great because even in the pilots, I mean, we're we're probably going to get the steward at some point in in the show, but we haven't gotten the first episode. But the steward's appearance in the pilot. Was kind of the 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 marker that okay this show is going to get dark it's going to have some creepy imagery stuff and like here in the first episode of the actual show it's like okay so we're keeping that side of things it's gonna get a little a little weird and that's I think what a a big part of why people are hyped for this show the fact that it is gonna do have a little bit of a twist on the usual Cartoon Network show so I got very excited by those things just because of how out, out of uh, out of the ordinary th- those kind of things are for for this style of show yeah yeah definitely uh, you you mentioned i forgot to comment before on the the getting out of the train yeah i think that like it's really smart to have her leave the train just to answer this question of like um you know why why isn't why isn't she trying to get off like why can't yeah exactly. like it's it, it just re- it's just really helpful psychologically I, i'm gonna feel like if you're gonna be on this infinite train uh to know like that there's danger outside I, and you should yeah yeah i i don't know i like i, I just think like that's true, but it's just like she's making so many just normal human decisions. And that's what I mean. Like she's looking at stuff and she's like, man, why didn't she just get off the train? And she makes that same thought I like, she has that same thought I do. Like, and that's pretty, I think, rare in a lot of these shows. Like, characters will like look at something and there's like a clear thing they should do. And then they just kind of like save it for another episode. But she just does it when she sees it. And that's really refreshing for me. 
I and I think it just I agree in general, but I also just think it makes sense for this character yeah. who is supposed to be extremely logical. Um, mm-hmm. Like that, she like this is a very. I mean, we're going to talk about this when we get to Tulip, but this is very rare to see a like a programming kid as their as the main character of a show. And like I think clearly she's like she's supposed to be logical. It was that was true of the pilot. She was talking about um, like math and stuff, and then in, at the end of this, uh, she's um, she's like the think there has to be a way off the train that won't kill me. Like even crazy things have their own logic. She says at the end of this. So like I think. I, I, yeah, I agree. Like the decisions to what makes totally fit her character and like are satisfying from an audience perspective. Um, oh yeah. And Alex mentioned the, uh, the steward, the conductor, um, which is referenced, I think at the end of this episode, that's a, that's a character in the pilot. That was like the big, that's like the, the oh crap thing in the pilot, I feel like is seeing the conductor and everything about that. And then it's, it's cool to, to have that, them referenced here. Is it presumably the same thing as in the pilot? Who knows? Could be different. Um, but I, I also like foreshadowing that too at the end or like hinting at what's to come there. Um, uh, Sarah, what, what, yeah, what was the biggest thing you reacted to? Um, um, I think I was most surprised by how much I just liked all the characters because it's really hard for me to like, I guess in, sh- in shows like this, these short form shows, it's really hard for me to like latch on to more than maybe like one or two characters this early. But like every character we met here, like I felt like they were a fully formed person and I really liked that. Like I liked one, one, I really, I, I, I really liked one, one. I really liked Tulip. I was interested in Tulip's parents. I was interested in Michaela and I just liked it felt like there was history behind every conversation that was being had, except obviously Tulip and One One who had just met. Like it felt like there was a lot of like context for things, and I just really enjoyed that. There was a lot of nuance to almost every conversation I think that happened, and I don't know. I'm just re- if this is what we get in episode one, I'm really excited to see what we're going to do with these characters moving forward. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and there's, and there's more characters to come. We, you know, we didn't, yeah. Uh, a, de- a decision I like is we did not meet Atticus in this episode. Oh, the, yeah. The Corgi, um, <laughs> who's a fan favorite from the pilot, but I think that would have potentially broke from the tone of the pilot. So I think that that was like really good, um, in my opinion, but also people are going to be really eager to see Atticus soon. So we'll see. Um, uh, Sam, uh, how, how about something that stood out for the from the pilot to you? Divorced parents, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. So, um, as we've been moving further along in the stream of time, uh, in shows, movies, animation shows, etc., we've been seeing more diversity in parenting. Um, you know, single parents, parents who are interracial, gay parents, etc. But where is the divorced parent and where is the issue that comes up with that? Which for me holds a dear place in my heart since that's how I grew up. My parents were divorced. And, you know, it was hard. And to see that reflected in a show... I'd like even if I'm not particularly the age bracket for that show, even if it is like skewing a little bit younger for me, I still, you know, connect to that very much. I'm like, oh, God, I remember how that was like when I was a kid. So that point of realism and showing yet another, I guess, face of what parenting is, uh, that really is something that I connected to in this and just seeing how Tulip is reacting to everything and just the dynamic between her and her parents, even though it was very brief in this episode, I still like really enjoyed that. And like I said earlier, that's something that really sold me on the show. The sort of, you know, it isn't going to be all like mathematical algebraic adventure timey sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like there's actually going to be some real deep emotions happening. Let's say adventure time didn't have deep emotions, but you know what I mean? Like it's not going to be at least in my view of it. It doesn't seem like it's going to be placed under the facade of like, you know, all this cool hip lingo, like it's going to be real and it's going to be in the forefront. And that's something I really appreciate. Yeah, it was like emotionally substantial and depth and had depth like right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And it was and I, I was just like very surprised how much they emphasized this. Like, like at first it's like, oh, okay, they'll hint at them being divorced, but no, it's like it's like a major. Yeah, it, it, it's like clearly this is going to be a major thing for Tulip in her life right now, and we felt that watching watching her in in, in yeah. these opening moments. I think they say divorce three times <laughs> in the beginning. It's, it's yeah, it is certainly on the nose, but I. I I think that's good. Consider, like, I think it's purposeful, you know, to like uh, get the, the yeah. It's purposeful. Don't, don't forget they're divorced now. 
I could see I could see people making fun of that. So it is certainly a lot of times. That's the thing. Like you never hear it. Like you see a single parent, you assume, oh, like the their spouse died or something, like with Steven Universe or like Chucky Finster and Rugrats or something like that. And that's usually the case because that's quote unquote safer somehow than saying, Oh, this marriage didn't work out. Even though like a lot of kids have divorced parents and like that's something that I think should be reflected as opposed to like you know a network band hammer coming down me like they have to be dead they can't be divorced we don't want the catholic church coming after us or something you know what i mean no that that's that's fair yeah it, 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 in a way is 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 progressive you know like i think show, showing um non-traditional family structures yeah. in kid show in kid shows is definitely progressive and um it, it's you know the show's going into it right off the bat i think that's great um yeah michelle how about something you reacted to strongest from from the premiere uh, tulip eats raw onions i did not oh see my that god coming. i hate oh it i forgot that, about that yeah she just has put her hand off the bus just eating it is that I remember the onion breath, but she has it also. Yeah, she's, she's also eating, eating, it. It eating she's a coating. raw onion. Yeah, that's where she gets her coating power from. <laughs> power <laughs> food. Are we sure these are just raw onions? Like, raw uh, onions oh, great. you know what? This definitely means we're gonna get an onion car in the train, and she's gonna oh, be I like, "Oh so. my god, I love it." <laughs> yeah, my 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 favorite car. How did they know? Yeah. Um, I kind, I kind of, I, I kind of love that. It's just like quirky and yeah. um, it's, like it's a personal thing. I don't know. I feel like everyone has like a weird thing they snack on. Um, I think Should that hot take cold food onions right now. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll yeah, save yeah. that. But yeah, we can do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, okay. Yeah. And I, I think I said the, the things that, that stood out to me. Also, we haven't mentioned the number on her hand too, which is a big element of the pilot, but mm-hmm. we bring that in quickly. You see the 115 on her hand, um, kind of the neon glowing number there. And this is like, uh, this is going to be one of the big mystery elements of the show. I love how they uh, introduced that. Um, and uh, just there's the outside cloud thing. I'm just, I'm trying, I'm yeah, trying that, to conceptualize that. Very, that's uh, probably that- my second biggest thing because it, so that implies a lot. Like one, it implies that like, all right, we're not like, we're not messing around. Like this, this show's going to go to dark, scary places, but it also implies there are other people and there, this train is essentially a life or death situation. If you fail, you die. And that's kind of crazy. So, like, is there a time limit on Tulip here? Is that what the hand thing means or what? Yeah, I mean, people have been speculating for ever since the pilot aired what the time thing, the the hand thing is meant on her hand. Um, and uh, we don't know. Uh, it's we'll, we'll see. I think it's going to be a fun mystery to track. But I agree. Like we we kind of see. Well, we can debate whether this is like a real person. It certainly looks like a person who gets sucked into the she light funnel. She says it funnel. is a, like she's yeah. like, whoa, that dude. Right. Like, well, I mean, Tulip person. the Tulip isn't seen up close either. It could be. It could turn out to be like a. Uh, uh, I don't know, a, a mannequin. I don't know, but like, I it, mean, there, there's already the theory too that this is all a hallucination. <laughs> but, that would be, mm, but no, I think that. I think it's like uh, bold and fantastic to establish life or death stakes right off the bat for this show. Like it, it makes everything really, it makes it real because this could totally just be fantastical. Like, oh, what train car is gonna she what, is she gonna walk into next? But if you want it to be dark, I think like introducing those stakes right off the bat is really good and. Kid Cartoon Hour kids show. I mean, as Michelle said, not necessarily not a kid aimed show. at kids. It's not a kid um, show. That I mean, that's interesting, right? Like, it I mean, is what's a kid show? What's not a kid show? But um, yeah, a show airing on uh, Cartoon Network. It's going to be airing uh, same time as 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 other other shows, and uh, people di- people dying in this pilot. Uh, at least that the far outline of a person. That's that's crazy. Yeah, death. Um, yeah, death. <laughs> <laughs> train death and divorce. I mean, one <laughs> one was like all about the the dark humor with like, yeah. oh yeah, it's not a coffin. I I wait for the sweet embrace of death. Like I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. One one. Uh, this this is carrying on from the pilot. One the the uh, the sad one side of one one is uh, is uh, talks about uh, the pilot talks about obituaries a lot. And here it's like. Uh, uh, hypo, what, what hypothermia will take us, or like uh, that's the only way out, or something. Oh right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 pretty great. I feel like I feel like one one yeah smashing success. For, yeah. Uh, the and they uh, he splits apart uh, to save Tulip. I think that's a good moment. 
um, said asking Tulip, uh, "Are you my uh, are you my mom?" Um, and uh, I don't know. So oh, and it seems to, even though one one does not seem to know much about what's going on, does say that there's he thinks there's a conductor at the end. So maybe one one does know things. Uh, that's going to be interesting too. What, what's yeah. what's what's one one? I mean, what is one one? Who created one one? Right? Like it's this robot. He's um, baby. Well, yeah, we know he has he has a goal too. He wants to find his mom, so that's there his objective is to find his mom. Apparently, my fir- okay. My first reaction was gonna be like that could have just been a gag, but he does say it a second so. time. Like yeah. he says again, he says like I never, I, I didn't remember your answer to that. So I, I could totally see that being a recurring thing. Yeah, um, but I, 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 I mean, we'll have to. Well, for a lot of things, we'll have to see like what the next few episodes do to know like what's a one, what's this episode, what's. But yeah, I could I could see that one one trying to like find uh, its origin. Um, that being there, the big bagel mom. Um, so bagel was, uh, mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked I liked that a lot. That was like such a specific, <laughs> specifically weird joke, but I found it really funny. Yeah, yeah all the jokes are really good in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we can uh, one one singing the uh, wacky that, chase that music. That was so. Oh like, my honestly, god! Honestly, like, just because like we see how scary those cockroach things are, and then just the juxtaposition with that song. He's like, "Oh, I made it up myself. It's my wacky song." That was it's really it lands that, really well. That was the other part that made me realize like no like person under the age of like X like certain age is gonna know what this is right now. Exactly. Like, it's so specific. I mean, uh, it's it's a one one original. So yes, we don't know what it is. <laughs> what is the song? It's his song. It's like I the uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it is, I guess that's public domain. Um, but yeah, Jackety uh, sacks. Though yeah. counts as like a cover, so it's fine. I don't know. Um, it might be public domain. So maybe, okay, I don't we'll know, research, Michelle. We'll you research that. I don't know. <laughs> you want ask me to yeah. ask? Yeah, <laughs> we could also look. I guess uh, one one does say, "Oh my gosh, what am I?" So yeah, I yeah. think I think uh, looking gosh. into his origins is going to be a big thing here. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, let's talk Tulip's character stuff in a little bit, but I feel like people's highlights, uh, big things are going to be the train itself. So like, we start off in this uh, winter car, I think. Yeah. Um, that's where we meet one one, and um, part of like snowman. But then we quickly get off there, and we move to like this uh, block car. Um, apparently this episode is called the, uh, the grid car. Um, so the grid, the grid car is the one with the, I don't know where that's from because I don't see a name yet, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think they said it at the panel, so maybe someone attended the panel, but, uh, it's, it's the, uh, you tap on the blocks and they come up. Oh, there it is. Episodes on. And okay. Yeah, real time. It's on, it's on the yeah. app. It's now it's wow. on the app. So there you go. Okay, don't, don't <laughs> post a comment saying it's on the app. We, I discovered it when you discovered it. Okay. Well, I mean, so people recording. are definitely going to still going to do it. Dylan. Yeah. I know. It. it is called the grid car and it's on the CNN. Wow. Okay. Did they use a screenshot of the dude getting sucked? They did. It's 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 sometimes it feels I think it's auto generated sometimes but uh yeah because I mean, that is that's pretty funny. <laughs> the I'm dude into just it. dying. He's <laughs> like literally just dying. The whole world like rumbling in response to it. Okay. Uh. Um. So the the this grid car is uh it's got like a, a almost like a piano thing where you tap it and it makes it makes the sound and then the like colorful blocks come up and um. I think this is like a great concept for um like tulip displaying um like building skills and uh like the the fight with the cockroaches at the end she's like uh, building this uh this uh, bar- barrier with one one in order to to get to get away from them. Yeah. Um yeah, I really love how that's used towards the end of the episode. And I really liked the callback to uh her game. Like they they kept calling back to her game in this episode and I was wondering why and like the payoff was definitely her throwing her own like game pieces at the cockroach dog thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. That was really good. And talk more about that. Um but yeah, we the outside and we the the cars and well, how about these uh these I call them cock- cockroach dogs. I don't know if anyone has a better descriptor. <laughs> that, that's, like, that's that is what they are. What do you mean that is what they are? They're not a real thing. So it can't yes, be Yes, they like, are. Uh... They're real to the universe of Infinity Train. <laughs> Are you are you confirming with inside knowledge no! that these are called cockroaches? So what do you mean it is what they are? That's like what they look like that's what they are. Okay, so in, in real life, there are cockroaches with wings, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Don't, don't. Okay. I mean, scary, I don't want to think about it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. True. But then they have like the teeth, and they're also yeah. I think I totally like a Dementor move. So it starts to like 
my interpretation based it, it obviously isn't a real thing based on like other fantasy things it seems like this is sucking the life force out of uh tulip because uh, yeah. she starts to get wrinkly okay. i think and old so i think it's like either sucking the youth or the life force out of her or yeah, her like, like in juice so she's just wrinkly because she doesn't have juice inside like, her anymore <laughs> what seems like i when, when i saw this it seemed like there's definitely a theme to this show of like or not theme but like definitely a thing about how this train keeps going infinitely Ooh. and i think the energy is like like it's sucking energy from so you, people so you think the giant oh, storm thing baby. in the middle is sucking the people up so that it can power the train yeah oh, and also the the, oh the, the, the creatures too but that would explain why it just shows up randomly and scoops up people and yeah stop wow. and then ate the guy and then it starts moving again. oh yeah that's true i'll get to that in a second oh yeah mm. sam what was your reaction first michelle human juice I don't, okay i don't know sure. <laughs> that is, um, yeah yeah, that's <laughs> the third thing Michelle's ever said. Let's be yeah. honest. Sam, what did you uh, think seeing uh, this the the dog things trying to suck I, out uh, I tulips? Thought like there were cicadas, honestly. Cicadas, okay, yeah, because yeah, they were making the yeah. noise. Yeah, cicada dogs. Anywho. Yeah, anywho, um, you know what? I didn't think about the, them like sucking for the power of the train. I like that a lot. I'm gonna. That's my. That's my new Sam theory. Number hand is well, like a, a countdown. It's like, well, maybe this is how much time you have to solve your hand thing before the cloud eats you to power the train. Maybe it's like, we'll give you a slim chance of escaping, but then your train food, essentially. Yeah, maybe that's your number, like at the deli. Like, she's. The train deli. I will comment. I find it interesting that we reveal that she has the number on her hand, but we don't show her her number changing in, during this episode. In the yes. pilots, we in did pilot we, change. we I, did I see cool. that scroll, wow. but in this episode, we don't see a change. So that's just something to point out as like a big difference here. I feel like I need to watch the pilot because everybody just keeps talking about it. Yeah, it's it, it kind of sums up a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I'm unclear if the pilot has any like bearing on like the specific things that are happening here. Like, I'm no, I, I think it's probably a separate continuity. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna. Um, but they they could they also could have changed how the number yeah, works, exactly. right? Like, uh, like, so in so in the pilot, it wouldn't seem like it's a countdown because I don't think it like goes to from one thing down to one. You know, maybe it, it, it changes it to a random number. Before I don't think I thought maybe. the number increased. Maybe yeah, that's how many goes. miles per hour she needs to get the train to go. <laughs> for, in order to go back in time? For so long. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder so like, if she does I have what to, time to, to game camp. Be. She's going to that speed to get to game camp. Yes. Yeah. I have a lot of Sam theories about what's happening, but a lot of them are broke. So, broke. <sighs> yeah, like they're really basic. <laughs> Let's give us some. Okay. All right. So, Sam theory. Um, the train is death. Obviously, it's just like hell. The train is afterlife, hell, death, whatever. Who cares? Purgatory. Purgatory. No, that's just stealing from more of the garden wall. Don't do that. <laughs> Come on. Oh, so that's what that show is about. <laughs> yes, okay, exactly. now I know. Hooray. I've never seen that show, like, oh so yeah. that doesn't apply to the same. Series. I don't think this is a. I don't think that's what this is. I. I hope not. Uh, the way the. That's why it's a broke theory. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll stop. Uh, broke theory number two: the Infinity Train just like houses Earth. All of Earth is inside <laughs> of the train. Wow. Oh my god! I like it. Yeah. Number three: it's like Snowpiercer, but I've never seen that movie, so I'm not really sure. No, what I I definitely have. The- that, wait, wait, hold on. So, what does that theory mean? If you've never seen Snowpiercer. <laughs> Well, it's not like all of humanity. Yeah, it's sort of like Earth one. So it's not like all of humanity. Yeah, I think, I think, I, from my memory, I do train. think it's like, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah. And like they do whatever on it. I don't know. Trades Wait, but does, or, I don't, I'm trying to remember them to Snowpiercer. I don't know. But, oh, yeah. Dylan, Piercer, I know Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer's Piercer. like the Earth is uninhabitable, so they have to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what the system. That, oh. there there's also go. like, cl- there's like a class system. Right yeah. Now. yeah and like, it's not like every train car is a puzzle you have to solve or anything. But also, also, there is kind of a similar thing in that, like, people power the train. Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. Come I mean, if, if that's what's happening here. Yes, which yes. Is probably that, that's what I'm saying. That, like, yeah. if this is happening. But it's just oh, yeah. very convenient that somebody, that the train stops, that someone dies, and then the train starts again. Hmm. And so does it mean. stop every time it's going to sacrifice a new person whose number hand ran out? Yes. That's true. Why did it stop? Yeah. yeah. Why did it stop? It's like, that's going to be really scary each time the, the train stops then. Yeah, that adds a lot of tension. Born, but with 
a train and no corn, you know? Corn. I don't yeah. know. Also, but, idea, okay, thing, though, if she has to get through all the train cars to win, why doesn't she just wait till the train stops and then just run really fast and go through, like, five cars and climb back on? Couldn't she just do that and time it? She might do that. Like, I, I think yeah, she might I think she should try it. that. She S- seems like a flaws. logical person. Yes, yeah. I don't think there's really winning, um, but uh, <laughs> it's an assumption. <laughs> what is winning? Uh, winning is getting off of the infinity, the, the train, and like, getting I'm back crazy. home. Can we, the crazy train, Dylan? Can we just call it the crazy train? I wasn't about to say that, but, but I, I, want, I want to call it the crazy train. Yeah, yeah okay. Cartoon Network <laughs> called it that, essentially. Yeah, oh. we did it. Oh my god, Michelle, remember what? Polar Express? Yes, I remember Polar Express. What if this is like no. Polar Express? In what way? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're just naming train things now. The um, infinity is train. North Pole? Yes, Santa's this, Wasn't this just Polar We had the, the, the snow car. It to come out of somewhere. Oh. Oh, Sam, what if this is like Thomas the Tank Engine? Oh my god! Stop it! Okay, okay, okay. Don't encourage just naming of train things. It's okay. like the Skyrim mod with Thomas. Oh my god. Mod. Uh, I have the broke theory of Tulip freezing in the middle of the Wisconsin winter and she was picked up in the post-apocalypse by yeah. this train. Oh, so you think this is the future, and she uh, oh, cryogenically was frozen? Yes. Yeah, she's a cave lady. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna, if it's broke or woke, I'm gonna say broke for all these theories. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, my, theory. <laughs> my theory too. Well, yeah, I, what's your theory? I, I think the most woke theory is still the the, the train. That's the best we've come up with. Bodies. It's power. Yeah. That's the best thing. No, no, so far. I came up with that, Dylan. That's what I'm asking. Oh, well, that's oh yeah, okay. That, I'll, I'll say I'll say woke for that. Yeah, one. that's okay. pretty. Woke. Yeah, that's pretty woke. Um, Okay, I was about the hands, the thing on the hand. I I think it's definitely not going to be counting down in time or just counting down one by one because like yeah. that's the least interesting thing it could be. So, I, like, I, it's I, got and th- this is going to be like such a mystery. It's it's got to be like something super weird. I, I think it's going to be some type of pattern, and she's going to use logic like a pattern out yeah. and like yeah, if, like start if, writing it's, out, so. if it's something logical, it's something we could presumably figure out before the reveal happens because that's what a good setup for a reveal is something you can logically guess oh yeah people i mean people are going to be trying to figure this yeah totally 15th birthday before she did off (laughs) so many birthdays i I like the the deli theory a lot it's just her number it's just her it's just her turn she has to wait till their numbers she's gonna get to the end of the train it's gonna be a deli and there's just gonna be like a guy there like hey do you want a sandwich or no do you want an onion Show me your ticket you onion, hand yeah. number. There you go. Okay, yeah. So there'll be there'll probably be a deli card at some point, and they'll make that joke. Oh know, my we'll god! See. There's definitely gonna be a, I, there's a deli <laughs> card. There has to be. There's, that's a normal car though, a food car. Um, yeah. But, uh, as a dining car, yeah. As we mentioned, uh, she bo- boards the train in the woods. Um, it like stops. She's she runs away to try to get to to coding camp on her own, and then the train comes and it says it says Oshkosh on it, the place she's trying to go to, which mm-hmm. is several, a lot of miles away. So this is another element. Is, is the train, this the cl- gaming camp? Yeah. Oh wow, it's really advanced. <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good <laughs> This is the gaming <laughs> camp. Wait, wait. That's another question. She did make it to gaming. Yeah, what if the person die. that died was like I'm not sure how old the person that died was, but it could just be another kid from gaming camp that died. Oh, yeah, maybe no. they're, co- they're game, game coding. Camp. Camp. No, maybe it's coding like a VR sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, she ma- she did make it to coding camp, and this is her game. Yes, oh and she's playing a the really game. good game. The Michaela wasn't lying. That's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> she's an AI. Like this is like AI tulip, and she thinks she's real, but she's not actually. You real. know, she went to coding camp oh, and she yeah. made a simulation, and the whole show is within her simulation. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I love that it. Seems like a cop out, <laughs> but that also. Oh, it's definitely a cop out. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 I like Sarah. I like Sarah's twist because that at least makes us care about the character. If it's like. Like, hey, the AI is becoming self-aware. Like that, I could buy into as like, okay, this is still meaningful. And so Tulip discovers that she's a sim. <laughs> There's oh a sim. my yeah. god! I, I oh do my- think stuff like that, as, as absurd as it sounds, I think that stuff is in play because this episode clearly takes the the setting away from our reality. Like, clearly, yeah. this is not on our Earth in some normal sense. So, like, is it a simulation? Is it another planet? Like, these are valid things because what else explains the giant tunnel of light and what location are they in? Right? Like, it's clearly not. It's not here. Um, I think like it being some sort, it, it makes more sense to me that it would be something crazy like a simulation than it would be that this is physically on Earth and the car to train went to somewhere that is that literally that setting. Like that to me makes the least amount of sense. I mean, I kind of actually now I'm thinking because of Sam said the Polar Express. I mean, so <laughs> hear me, hear me out for a second. Okay, so 
from my understanding, Polar Express appears only to children worthy of believing in Santa enough yeah. to meet him. Sorry. Yeah. So it's Sorry. not You're equal right. opportunity. It specifically shows up for specific kids. It does they, seem like it's specifically so, yeah, there for Tulip. Specifically yeah. there for Tulip. So the question is why? Like I, what kind of people is it picking up? And what's the reason? I think it's picking up smart people. I think it's picking no. up people who are desperate and smart. So, like, okay, so it's like, I'm a train full of puzzles. I need the smartest kids. Yeah. Yeah, up. yeah. Is, is it that Tulip is a, a good coder? I, is that part of why the train wants I, her? I think yeah. this is like Promise Neverland, Dylan. They're powering them with child's brains. Right. Is Tulip going to take a test and then her aptitude is what well, she's the, most the, likely the to be sucked train, up to by the, the giant light thing? The yeah, exactly. are the test. They're exactly. testing her ability yeah. to pass. Right, yeah. That's, that's, no, that's going to be a big theory. The train cars could be testing yeah, Tulip yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Is, is it is it because they want to harvest her? Like, there's it, actually a lot of connections problems. Like, is it is it that? Or is it that it's like, see if she's worthy to make it to some, like, but, Valhalla, right? But with like, that is it, theory, is, Dylan, like, there was no, like, inherent challenges to the rooms she started in like it was just a snow room and a room with yes, like a fucking yes. grid and that might be on purpose handles. like they weren't yeah, well, they were just fun things they weren't like there wasn't any danger in those two cars the the, the cockroach dog came from outside the car that's true the danger yeah. does come from outside so we'll see if any of the cars themselves yeah. have danger but yeah this i think a bi- big big thing to note is the train says where she wants to go on and she's yeah. like oh that's yeah. convenient i i think that i think it's telling the truth honestly i think it's not lying that it's going to take her there if she does what everything right oh so you think if she passes the test yeah, yeah she definitely it's not going to get handed to her because that person got eaten by the cloud so i mean the, the alternate theory would be that it was trying to lure her on oh yeah like it targeted her either but i'm leaning towards it's actually going to take her there so it it could have targeted her or it could have just cyclically read that's where she wanted to go or it could have been looking for any person and it could have said uh oh i know that this person wants to go to oshkosh um so they they they, i think i think all those things are in play but it's very notable that the thing said where she wanted to go but like that limits our options maybe it appears to people who desperately need to go somewhere Right. Um, I think, I mean, I feel like if you're going to get on a train, any, anyone's going to have something in their head where they want to go. No, I feel like no one's going to have like a blank yeah. mind of like a destination. So I think if it's going to like psychically read them, it would, it would be, it would be able to come up with somewhere, but it, it could be, I, I think the like desperate to go somewhere is in line with the like, she's like logical and smart and that's why it wants her. Like if it's like, is there a specific quality be, that may, is making the train want to elip. Like, I think that's in line with that. Or is it just that she was a person that stumbled upon this thing? Which seems unlikely, considering it's in the random uh, Wisconsin forest. Uh, I guess that's where it happens, right? So I, they, they, it's presumably not that well, far Well, actually, no. Because, again, if the stakes are live or die in this train... It maybe it does appear to just anyone, and the question is: Does Tula possess things with her qualities of being like a coder or being logical to survive it, whereas maybe the average kid doesn't? Like maybe it is just random, but her survival isn't random, and that's the appeal. Yeah, I I, I agree. That could be possible. I think it could. She could just be a random person, but maybe she does well because she's talented. Yeah, maybe, and maybe maybe that's because they're testing her or not testing her. Maybe it's just a, a, a bad situation, and she has to survive. Um, but I think in a thing like this, there's going to be some intent, um, that we're working towards. Um, but it could be like symbolic intent. I mean, I think like this show, we're going to start talking about like lost a lot in comparisons with that. Um, you know, in terms of like other like giant mystery shows, is it a thing where it's like, there's not really an answer? Like, a, 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 is it like an abstract answer or is it like a definitive thing that we're working towards? You'd think it would be some like real definitive thing and we're going to actually t- reveal tangible mysteries along the way. Um, but I don't know. A lot of, a lot of these types of shows do like thematic things with this. So I think that's also in play. I would, I would, I'm not in favor of that, but yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, let's talk more about Tulip herself. I think the begin a lot of stuff in the beginning of this episode. I mean, we've talked a lot about her already, but um, the she she's uh, introduced with her friend Michaela. Yeah, um, Michaela seems like a good friend. Love them. Uh, they're kind of riffing on each other. Yeah. Okay, that's a good thing. Yeah, cool. Because like Michaela's gonna miss her because she's gonna be gone for a while, and she's also yeah. concerned about her home life and brings yes. up the divorce first, which Tulip doesn't seem to want to talk about. But, I mean, I think she's concerned about her, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I wonder, it's like, you introduce this character and the parents, and it's like, 
by the premise of the show, we can't see these people anymore. So yeah. is it like, well, we do flashbacks to see more of Michaela? Yeah. What if, what if like a twist is that Michaela appears on the train and Tulip meets her? Like, is this the real Michaela? Is this a fake Michaela that the train Ew. is manifesting? Oh, like, it's going to be like a Coraline sort of thing. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. The oh, yeah, yeah. Could, the train could be a Coraline thing. Yeah, I could see that. And then the parents could go, oh, I could see that. Yeah. Um, I think you got to bring Michaela back to, to uh, somehow, you know, and that's because like, I, I don't know if I'm if, if you're like making the first episode of this show, it's like that's kind of the inherent um challenge is that the premise completely takes the character away from from where you start. So like, what do you what do you do there? Um, So I, I don't know. I, th- I think the, the show will find a way to work them back somehow, either through flashbacks or I think it'd be more interesting if they did appear on the train in some capacity or like maybe she gets to a TV train and there's you can she can like see a feed of. Um, yeah. Of them. Oh yeah, and maybe it plays into her own anxieties about her relationship. She's like, oh no, are they, or, or she's like, is are they in danger? Is the train going to kill them? Like, <laughs> little, yeah. I think the train has a, a soft rule of not killing anyone who doesn't go on the train itself. I think outside people are. This okay. is this is. I think that's an assumption. What if this train's trying to take over the world, Michelle? We don't know. It can't. It's an infinity train. It just stays in a loop the whole time. It can't lose I mean, tracks. It's, it's a train. Hey, but it you know, it's not a car. It disintegrated. A person, anything yeah. with the capacity it, to it somebody. A person, excuse you, a person already on the train got disintegrated. Not a <laughs> random person I, sitting I in their house. Think- I think it it doesn't it's not for, okay, for it's not necessarily going in a circle just because it's infinite. It could be going wow. infinitely in any direction. All I, I just like the idea of this going in a it could be a <laughs> that would make just more really sense. funny. I also I also want to bring up the possibility that the the the, the like light funnel cloud is not necessarily the train itself. It is outside of the train. Maybe it's a separate force. Maybe it's not the train's intent to kill that dude. Is it God? Yes. Maybe it's God that's uh, sucking him I, up. Yeah. I hope not. God shouldn't toy with Tulip's life like that. So <laughs> pretty, pretty narcissistic. Here's, this is an evil God. Here's in some the show. more broken woke opinions for you. Okay. Broke. God is a conductor. Woke. God is the like cloud thing. Ooh. The the cloud oh. is the, the cloud itself. Alex yeah. just said that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Well, caught in the act. What are you going to do? I think the conductor theories are going to be more interesting. But yeah, I, d- I just didn't expect this uh, this thing that sucks up the person. Like, that's just, it just throws you, it just introduces so many more interesting things. Yeah, it, it really does. I think that's a big highlight. The conductor's um, going to be her dad. Okay, it's okay. A, yeah. can we segue to the dad? Because I have yeah, let's a lot do, yeah. to say. Okay, okay. What, what, you, what is your take on the dad? So, uh, kind of both parents, but mostly dad, just because his awful text message i screen capped it so awful he writes i'm sorry bud but to his daughter bud i'll make it up to you later please call sad face emoji teardrop dude that's something the text like that when he's like crushing his daughter's dreams of going to code camp tulip also makes a point that she made a deal with her parents they signed a contract that if she got better grades they would take her. So for them to go back on their promise, like, I, like, get how she feels. I'd be mad, too. Like, this is a huge oversight. And the dad's text message just does not display the gravity of the situation that it should. So... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a reason mom has custody is what I'm saying. (laughs) Not a good start for dad. I think he's trying to relate to her. Yeah. Be, like, uh, well, the, see, the, what the kids do these days. So that's the thing. I think that this is that's the beauty of this scene, honestly, that you can understand where the mom and dad are coming from, but also totally understand yeah. Tula being angry because the mom is like, well, I have a full time job. I can't just not go to, to take you to this. And dad made a mistake. He misscheduled. And so all, from the parents side, you let you can understand like bat circumstances add up stuff that and, and you get uh, stuff doesn't work out but then you also understand tulip side it's like well then i'm just like third place so then this the, the her shouting of scheduling like like the idea that you would say the w- word scheduling to a kid is like that that's how you how you think of them as feels very wrong in, in some way so just I, I think that and then like you get to the text messages it's very cold 
almost, but also that's kind of how dads sometimes are with their children, that they don't really know how to relate to them through yeah. through that way. So, like, it all feels very relatable, and, like, this is sometimes how dysfunctional families work, and you understand how everybody got to the situation, but it sucks from all ends, and you feel Tulip's pain here. So I, I, I really love this scene because I think it, it it's very realistic from all with all characters involved i think like i agree with a lot of what you just said alex but the thing that throws a little bit of a wrench in that is if she casually asked one day to go to code and cab they said oh yeah sure and then the plans didn't work out and they're like you know sorry but like you know stuff happens that would be one thing but this contract implies like at least a semester's <laughs> worth of work yeah. that she put contract. in th- so that also implies that they knew how excited she was about this. She was coding her own games for it. She's talking about with her friend. Her friend knows it's a big deal to her. If it's if it's this culminating thing that they have been talking about presumably for months, it doesn't make sense that they would be so like chill about it not working out because you would think they would know how important it was just because it's been building for so long. That's the part that I don't understand. Like if it was a casual thing they agreed to, yeah, like it is messy and, and, and yeah, they have their reasons and that's sad but like i feel like i i'm more inclined to side with tulip's frustration because this is a thing that had been an expectation and agreement for a while like again they signed a contract mm-hmm. that's not subtle that's like a pretty serious yeah. commitment did they say sign a contract or is michelle no 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 no, 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 no. They, 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 they signed a contract okay. on they, the they, fridge. they show a contract on the fridge and yeah. i think that this show is framing it to, for yeah, you it's, to it's, sign it's, with tulip yeah. right yeah and uh, and and this kind of shows like parents treat things with a different stage seriousness then children see something serious like think think of it like a kid bringing you a contract you're like oh, okay this per- this kid is trying to take it seriously and all so like you can totally see parents being like uh, not treating it the way that a kid would treat something like that so you you, you know you got your different perspectives there and us seeing from the outside it's like well that's terrible why would you do that but also like you can totally think like okay my family probably would not have taken that as seriously as i would have so it's like it's just it's a very messy situation which reflects messy families yeah i think i think uh, it did a great job of portraying like realistic and both sides and we're supposed to side with uh with tulip and i i I think all that was great and you guys did a good job of that um i also think later on the scene we see uh tulip uh coding this game and this is another big uh, aspect of her character that we see it's like she's basically doing space invaders um which is are we supposed to believe that tulip invented space invaders or she make or is she making her own version of space invaders sam she invented it she's one of the the forerunners of the video gaming industry is is this in the past or is like is this an alternate is this an alternate world where no one invented space invaders and then she did well dylan it's like she's how old is she like 12 13 she's not trying to reinvent the yeah she's not trying to reinvent the wheel here she's just trying to make something of her own i mean well not even because she has a book about learn how to code well yeah that old guy so she's she's learning and you know if you have to learn by beginning to you know code space invaders it's fine you know she could do other things in the future she could yeah i think it makes sense if she's learning the game from from the book she calls it she calls it good guys popping bad guys though is the name of her game and it's the good guy and that's the bad guy um yeah there you go uh and that the guy in the book he can finally he can finally afford to have the ferret removed from his face i like that that that. that was a good joke it establishes that tulip has a sense of humor and i like that yeah yeah but yeah, I just love seeing Tulip code. She like pulls up a uh, like a text a text editor and like coding on the screen, and uh, it's just really wonderful. That, it was that like old, old, like a Windows two thousand or like what what <laughs> OS was she using there? <laughs> Probably yeah, maybe she maybe she just got the old computer. Uh, yeah, but, maybe uh, Windows two thousand is nostalgic to somebody Windows, who worked on the show. <laughs> Windows XP maybe it's like Windows blue. XP. Yeah, I just I lo- I really really love that Tulip is uh, like a coder and she's going to the code camp and she's making a game. She's and, a gamer um, girl. She is a gamer girl. But just I don't know. I just haven't really seen many uh, kids coding in uh, any media. And as a okay, KO. Myself, it, yeah, okay, that's good. That's yeah, true. Dendi. Yeah, yeah, Dendi, Dendi, yeah. Um, 
I feel like in uh, Gumball, we that had like a really great coding scene at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, I, just, I love this as like a premise of her character. It's like they're like building traits around it, um, and I love that she's like making a game, and it's it's, it's all fantastic. But per- personally, connecting a lot with it myself. Um, yeah, and- she's gonna like put her game on Steam. It's gonna be really popular, and we're all gonna love it. People are, and then she's put on Steam in the comments. Be like, this is just Space Invaders. And she's gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah. no, people hate it's my different. game. They're yeah. called good guys, popping bad guys. It's totally original idea. Oh my god! Well, people put up different. You know what? I was on Steam the other day, and I was looking up versions of Solitaire. There's like 50 billion versions of Solitaire, and people still give it good reviews. So you know, I don't want to hear. It. Yeah, and to to be fair to Tulip, even in like my college uh, game design elective course, I I, I just our, my group just made like a Tetris knockoff. Like it's wow. still like it's it's this is like so I cheese it like a kid. So yeah, this is fine. Uh, it's just weird that we didn't reference it actually being Space Invaders, but uh, this is I also like her calling it a uh, good guys bad guys. That was charming too. Um, what else we got? I feel like I feel like this is most things now. Um, but I think it's a strong introduction to Tulip's character. Um, strong introduction to one one. We haven't really met the other mains other than that. Um, and we talked about all the, 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 the mythology stuff at the end. She's asked, is there a conductor? He'd be at the engine says one, one and says, I'm getting off this train to end the episode. Um, yeah. So the, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Probably it's not like for a while. Paper Mario and the thousand year door where they have Why? to. That's a spoiler, Sam. I want to play that game someday. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, uh, you're talking about like a 10 year old game. Are you yeah, still that old? I think it's more than ten. So yeah. is, is this like the pit of one hundred trials, but horizontal? No, no. Except the no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> sort of, I, I meant okay. you know, there's like a train level in that game, and like oh, yeah. you have to go to the engine room and then like kill all the bad things. Yeah, uh, so yeah. The, engi- the engine is the uh, connector. Yeah. Thing. So yeah, well, so in, this is our first objective: is go to the engine room. So we'll see. There you go. Okay. Uh, Alex, closing thoughts on the Infinity Train pilot. So that mo- not the, the, well, the that moment episode. when well, yeah, the first episode, that moment when the logo of the show comes in is like Tulip's leaving her house and like the big synth kicks in. I'm like, oh yes, like uh, there's <laughs> oh, something yeah. about like the heavy synth is just like uh, th- this is perfect yeah. for this show. Like all, all like the previous promos that they've been doing, like the 15 seconds of just the logo unraveling and that music going was already enough to be like, okay, I'm in. So like just seeing that show finally was like yeah now anyways uh, so music is going to be great uh this t- the tone of this episode is very much my jam uh tulip is, is definitely a highlight uh, i haven't said much about one one i'm gonna say that if there's a weak point of this first episode it's kind of him being just because like i i don't don't didn't get much of the jokes that he was doing i'm fine with like the dark humor side of him i think the light side was not very memorable really? But huh, um, I, I felt the opposite. Honestly, I think I think I, really I think, you, I think you're going to see a lot of one one is like the highlight of the premiere takes. You're going to see a lot. Of yeah. That. So like I well, want to be like I'm not totally into that, but I can see him getting better in, in that episode. But I'm just if, if there's a weak point of the first episode for me, it would be that. But everything else works very well, and uh, uh, the uh, the emotional stuff works, and I'm just really excited to follow this train all the way to the station of the, hype the train? season finale. Yeah, hype train. Does <laughs> uh, train have a station? All, all, all aboard. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Sam, uh, final thoughts. I have a couple. Okay, so okay. hot takes, cold foods, onions. Um, yes. yes. I personally would not eat an onion like that. I don't think a lot of people would eat an onion like that. It's kind of, no. Trek would. Because he is sure. And you know what? Tulip wears green. Oh, Her inner Stop. Shrek. Don't yes. try to don't try to yes. Shrek this show. I, I, I think Tulip was directly inspired by Shrek. <laughs> no, definitely not. Please make a subreddit devoted to that theory, Alex. <clears throat> you have the power. Tulip but, has layers. <laughs> I like onions just fine. I like them on things. They taste good. I like them with cheese. Uh, so there's that. I do agree that one one was a weak part, but for me it was more the dark one one as opposed to the lighter one one. You know what I mean? The one that sounds like Maurice Lamarche. Citation needed on it. Who voices him? Anyway, it, it, it's like two brothers with the last name Crutchley. Yeah, he sounds okay. like Ma- Maurice Lamarche to me. Anywho, uh, I think that's it for the numbered list. But overall, I'm excited. I kept 
when this was in the pilot stage, I kept getting it confused with 12 Forever, which is also coming yeah, out very soon. Yeah, 12 Forever! <laughs> um, so I was like, what show is which? I don't know. Question mark. I wasn't really planning on watching it today, but I'm glad that I did because, like, this is the new show that I'm gonna watch because yeah, yeah, like, like it, it doesn't necessarily replace like you know Steven and stuff. Those things are kind of going off the air nowadays. But you know, it's kind of like oh, I found a show that I have a connection with, whether it be you know emotionally with like you know Tulip or you know I just like Ashley Johnson who voices her a lot. Yeah. Um, or whether it be like the mystery, like I'm really excited about the mystery now that we've talked about it on the podcast. I really got my like my mental gears going and kind of wondering, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like or this. And I think that's something that uh, really draws me in. So I'm excited to keep watching Infinity Drain in the future. Nice. I'm I'm surprised you liked it so much. Wow. I think that's like speaks really well to how strong the premiere is and like yeah. the potential future of the show. Because I feel like this isn't like your traditional type of show. Um, and I feel like among all the people that were here and Sarah had had out early, but we have a lot of like differing tastes, I guess. And all you know, and there's a lot of positive feelings. So I think this like uh, I think maybe more. I guess more people are going to connect to the show than I thought originally. And so Sam has the least positive of feelings of anything in general. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's good. No, I, no, I just have, I have very specific tastes that don't really get yeah. seen yeah. too much in animation. Yeah, and this is hitting on. I guess there's a, like a lot of uh, different things that this first episode hit on, and that's great. And yeah, it's a lot of them. Okay, Michelle, final thoughts. I really want to see someone else on the train now to add a lot of context to this. Um, I <laughs> I'm actually a lot more high on it now. I I'm super into theorizing about what everything means. Yeah. Um, that's 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 the that would be the really fun part of the show. Exactly, and I'm also very curious to see what the tone of the next couple episodes are, and if we keep this kind of high momentum of spookiness and intrigue going, or if it kind of slows down for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to affect my overall opinion of the show later too. So yeah, like hopefully the momentum stays strong, but I will reserve judgment until then. Reserve judgment until then. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what those episodes two to five are like. And um, if this if this is like a standard Cartoon Network show with like 40 episodes in its first season or something, it's like, how do you sustain this for yeah. so many episodes? That's going to be the big question, I think. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like uh, more of like a 13 to 20 season type thing. And I, don't, I mean, it's 11 episodes, so it's like a different 11 minute episode. So it's uh, that affects the numbers and stuff. But um, yeah, it'd be like you could totally like if this was a miniseries, you'd be like, obviously, this is going to be fantastic. I'm if it's like a whole show, that's like I. I, I I want like that better. I want this to be on the air for a while and to us to be able to enjoy it for a long time. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be interesting how how this plays as an entire series. But at the very least, this premiere was, I think, really fantastic. Much better than I thought it could have been. It really was. I, I'm very high on 1-1. I love all the sides of 1-1 in this episode. Me too. Um, I enjoyed yeah. 1-1 a lot. And I usually don't like side characters because I think they're pretty pointless. But he's very Michelle, is one Is 1-1 the, the Kevin of the show? No, 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 one on. one is <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. That's, that's a whole <laughs> From Final other Space. thing. I would say uh, one one is going to be much more universally loved, and like the hue. Of he the has film, two maybe. personalities, so he already is like twice a person. I think twice he's of, yeah. probably ultimately better than Kevin, but Kevin's great. So <laughs> okay, I'll, we'll dive onto this into the next Final Space podcast. So the Michelle just spoke negatively. I did not speak negatively. Um, I'm just trying to be holistic here. Okay. Wow. One, uh, high, high takes on one. Yeah, I like one. One was great. The whole episode is great. Very, very excited for the the next episodes of Infinity Train. We'll be covering them in some form. Um, here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'll make an Infinity Train iTunes feed. If that's uh, ch- You can check if that's made. It'll be listed on the right side of the site when it's up. Um, and you can subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash OverlyAnimated. On, uh, search for us on Spotify as well there. Um, We've already got the Infinity Train channel going on our Discord. Come talk about all our theories there at uh, OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord for the invite link. And then uh, you can uh, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Beatrice, a.k.a. Beatrice, AK Beatrice Cavendish. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. 
Um, yep. So we'll uh, sometime within, I don't know if we'll do it on every day in August, the very least at the end of the weeks, but uh, we'll see about that. So we'll be back to talk more. Infinity Train, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.